All right, Chabronis, we're back. Hope everybody had a great week. I did. It was long. It was slow. It was the first week, first couple of days of work after like a four-day weekend. And that always hits hard. Everything's busy. Endless, endless emails. You guys get it. Real first world problems. Anyway, glad it's over. Glad it was the weekend. Got to enjoy a little bit of the weekend action. Decent weather out. Hope you guys did too. Um, I'm trying to look through and see if there's anything important to talk about besides the junction stuff, but I don't think so. Um, merch, tank tops, in case you haven't noticed, in YouTubeville, rocking the tank top. This will probably be the tank top of choice from here on out until I get more merch uh, in the in the arsenal, if you will, in the archives. That's not none of those words are what I wanted. Hmm. The supply. The supply bin? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Whatever. Uh, but we got tank tops, still few on sale. I'm still working through getting all the uh the current orders, you know, sent out. It's a one-man shop here, folks. So, you know, single mother here washing and drying. So I'm getting those out. Uh, expect updates as soon when, when I send them out, I'll let you guys know uh via text or email, whoever ordered so far. I'll keep you guys posted. Uh, but there's still some left. Uh, again, only mediums and large this go around. So um, if you do have a specific size that you would like that's not medium or large, let me know. And in the next batch, I'll make sure I get at least one in there for you uh, so that you can get taken care of. But um, anyway, Instagram page, Facebook's got the video with the information and the picture, $30. Send me the email and uh, we'll get you a tank top. So again, this is what I'm going to be wearing for the foreseeable future. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, stitches came out earlier this week. You can't tell at all that I even had stitches. It just looks like a little bit of a like a rash right now because of the it was still a red or whatever. But um, I'm I, I'm a survivor at this point now. I'm I'm a I'm in that elite group of survivors uh, from hardship, invasive hardship. Um, so I don't like don't treat me any differently, please. Uh, I am not a different person. Um, I'm just uh, I'm just a survivor. That's it. Okay, uh, and we'll move on from there. Uh, before we get into it, I was doing some. We're talking about workouts here in the junction uh, or gym fitness related shit. Um, but while I'm working out one day at work, so we got a gym and a television uh, in the back of the little uh, area I work in, and there's this commercial for that show on True TV, Fast Foodies. It looked. Uh, on the surface, it looks pretty decent. It's food. It's people making food, eating food, talking about food, having a good time. It looked like I saw an episode, like parts of an episode. It came on eventually later in the day. And it's it's really not fun at all. If anyone has seen it and it was sort of disappointed, I want to put I wanted to call it out a little bit. It's this is what it is. OK, it's a show where celebrities uh, all the way from A-list to D-list celebrities, anybody who's rich and needs TV time, wants TV time, can get on this show. And what they do is they tell a couple of sh different chefs, talk to them about their favorite fast food meals that they enjoy or they have enjoyed in the past, whether it's like a Big Mac, uh, something from Arby's, Hardee's, what, what have you. It doesn't matter what, but it's a fast food meal. And then these rich people make these chefs have a competition to recreate that meal, that burger, those nug daddies, whatever. And then that's that Richie is the judge. So this is, they're not a chef. They're not a, a taste tester. They're just a rich guy or gal. They're just a celebrity who likes the fast food thing and wants the better Richie rich version of the fast food. So they just have these two chefs slaving away for them at their beck and call, making their version of the fast food meal. And then they taste test it and see what's better. And they judge them on it. And it's basically you watching rich people get custom made versions of fast food because they can't eat the regular fast food slop. They got to get their own custom version of it. And they have top tier chefs wasting their time and their day where they could be making food for hundreds of people at restaurants taking care of actual good old, you know, good old fashioned blue collar humans. And they make them slave away and make them their gourmet version, the ivory tower version of their fast food garbage meal 
so that they can have a better product when they eat their Big Mac. That's the show. And this is what's on TV. We had an entire episode recently within the past year. I say recently, like it's only been two years of the show. So I guess recently or not recently, it's all relative. But we had a full episode talking about the stupidity of reality TV and how it's continuing to get worse and worse. And the only way to stop it is if we stop watching it. So I turned it off. I don't want the Nelson ratings or whatever they're called to even see that that TV was on that channel. We got to stop this mess. There's nothing more pompous and out of touch with society than rich people saying they secretly like fast food, but they don't want to deal with the fast foodness, the blue collarness of fast food. So they hire chefs to make them better versions of it because they're better than us. That's what that show is. Nothing more cringeworthy and sleazy that you can do. Anyway, that's the review of Fast Foodies on True TV. Go check it out. Don't check it out. Excuse me. Don't check it out. All right. Uh, anything else important in the news? Nothing that concerns us. Everything else I'm sure you're getting from uh, Instagrams. So you're, you're up to speed on everything. So we'll just uh, get right into it and step into the cage. Okay, let's run. All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by InstaFit Men's Padded Spandex Gym Shorts. Renowned sexual deviant Anthony Rigatoni has done it again, this time to build the confidence of all beta bitch boy men who are too self-conscious about the amount of weight they lift at the gym. The patented pad technology of the spandex gym shorts add fake gains to the quads, the hamstrings, and the ball bags of all these shorts so that you can look and feel like that 60 pounds that you're squatting is really 400 pounds. So to look like an alpha below the equator today, locate the designated Tony Riggs employee representative in the second stall of any gym male bathroom and just slip your payment into the custom deposit hole. And if you use the promo code padded gains, you'll get a free happy ending with each purchase. With the gym theme, we got a gym sponsor, Tony Riggs, always hustling, always ambitious. If you want to look good without having to actually put the work in, make it look like you got big time legs, thunder thighs, bulging, bulge, go check out uh, Tony's rep in, in your local LA fitness. Probably not in Planet Fitness because they don't even have squat racks, but uh, there you go. Good deal. Paddock gains, free stuff. All right. Cage fact today. This is in relation to, so Nick Cage went to South by South, Southwest, South by Southwest. Hello. Which is in Austin. It's some um, uh, festival. It's film, music, maybe some comedy. Just again, it's a bunch of Richie's. Uh, watching early releases of different things, whether it's music releases or movies, uh, so that they could get first dibs on watching it and and uh, doing their golf claps to it and pretending that they're more important than they are. Um, so they premiered Nick Cage's most recent movie coming up, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. We talked about that several times. I'm very excited. It's, it's already got very high, uh, high ratings, so I'm hopeful that comes out at the end of April. And he, you know, he shows up to the premiere. That's what you do. You, you give the people what they want. Well, he shows up in a plaid suit. I don't know if I, if I can find the picture. I'll pop it up here. But he shows up in a plaid suit. And then somebody stops the interview, of course. And he explains that he was working on his other movie in New Orleans. Shocker. The uh, Renfield Dra Dracula movie, which is awesome that it's, it's filmed in New Orleans because that's his jam right there. Haunted. Haunted New Orleans uh, film and movies. So he said he, you know, he flew out from New Orleans to Austin, Texas for this premiere, and he didn't have a suit to wear or anything good. And as he's walking down the street, he sees in this storefront a plaid, a plaid suit in the window on some mannequin or maybe just hanging there. I don't really know. And he just walks right in, purchases on the spot, gets a custom fitted, cage fitted, and that's it. That same day, he's rocking a plaid suit, the only one of its kind out there on the South by Southwest floors, the red carpet or whatever they use. Um, that's the fact. It's, it's an update. It's just wild. Uh, any, 
anybody else thinking about pulling off a plaid suit, you're out of your minds. Don't even try it. Only one guy can do it, and it's Nick Cage, and he looked good. I mean, it, it was it was a good fit, tight fit. He was all cleaned up, looking looking like at the top tier, best to ever do it, like he always does. So good for him. Plaid suit. Don't don't try it at home, kids. All right, that's the cage fact. Step right into the junction. We'll keep this moving. This is going to be similar, I feel like, to the previous early LPDS episode we did on gym etiquette, where we talked about some of these things, and I'll get into that in a second here. But we'll spin the jun- junction logo, spin the junction logo up. Holy shit! Marbles in the mouth again today, folks. Uh, and we'll start talking about. I don't really know the general theme. It's like jackassery in the gym. Um, the I posed the question to the fans, to you guys earlier in the week about uh, things that sort of repulse you at the gym, things that people do at the gym that you hate or despise. And um, and I got a good, a good amount of feedback, and I split it up into the feedback I received from men who go to the who frequent public gyms and then also from women because there are, there are very different issues, and uh, there's lessons to be learned in each there. So um, we're just going to get right into it. So one guy put in the comments section that he hates when he sees guys and a real quick caveat here because I forgot to earlier go back to episode eight it's the it's the shortest episode in the uh in the portfolio of the LPDS that's the word by the way the last episode that I was looking for the movie portfolio is what I was trying to get at not repertoire or whatever else I said archives it's the portfolio thank you Dom Delapino for uh for that for the help on that one. But anyway, LPDS portfolio episode eight, I'll pop it up up here uh, so that you can click it and watch it. 19 minutes. Got to apologize up front. I'm bad on the mic. I hope I'm, I hope I'm better now, but listen to that. I mean, I'm slow. I, it's like I I'm walking to molasses or I'm talking with molasses in my mouth, just slow and clunky, not entertaining. I apologize profusely. I can't believe you guys are stuck around this long after watching that slop, but the information in there is still valid. And that's really what I'm getting at here is that you go back and check it out. There are repeat offenders from that episode on not following etiquette and then also things that people hate in the gym like that other people do. Uh, So we're going to continue putting them on notice. It's a little disheartening to see that there are still people out there that are doing this shit. And I know you can't just eliminate all of it, but you got to be more mindful, be more considerate. We talk about being considerate and having awareness of the people and things around you constantly because people just seem to have lost that that characteristic, that character trait somewhere along the way of their lives. But that's really that's what we're getting at here. So one of the things that this this guy right here hates, and he's an Italian uh, fella who does workouts. Um, he does more of the running stuff and not more of the curls and grease ball stuff. So he's a bit of an anomaly in the Italian American community. But he hates when he's running on the treadmill or something, and there's a guy also running on the treadmill near him, and they're doing the sprints, but they're not really doing the sprints. They got the tread on like full steam, full power, and they're holding on to the rails like so, and they're just lifted up. All the weight is on their arms and they're just stomping their feet on the treadmill, not really doing anything. They might be getting a slight tricep workout, but they're certainly not getting any sort of good cardio or fitness from that quote unquote sprint workout. And then they pop it down to a walking pace and, and look around to see who's, you know, who's looking to see how fast they were going. It's so fucking fast, man. Sorry, T. This is a fitness show, not a family show this one. So you maybe put the kid away. But this guy, loud. You, you've seen if you've seen him before, they're loud. They're aggressive on there. They want to be seen. They're trying to peacock around. They think they're impressing people. They're really embarrassing themselves, and it's disruptive to the other people trying to get a workout in. It's boring enough to be running on a treadmill. You're you're running nowhere. Running sucks as it is. Okay, it's just one step in front of the other. There's really no real skill involved besides just doing it long enough to get better at it. 
And then you throw it on a treadmill on a hamster wheel and you're going nowhere in life. You're literally going nowhere. All that effort to do to go nowhere. So it's tough enough to have to deal with that mental uh, drain on you as you're doing treadmill. Now you got to have this asshole trying to peacock around on his treadmill and uh, disrupting your workout, get breaking you out of your zone. It's nonsense. Cut it out. We don't like those people. Okay. Get better. If that's you, don't do it. Stop doing it. Don't let it be you. All right. This guy right here, he submitted a couple. And this guy is, is an avid gym goer. Uh, doesn't look like it, but he definitely goes to the gym and works out every once in a while. So I'll give him that. But he hates he hates the CrossFit community. Um, mainly the types, you're not going to see him at regular gyms, thankfully. You're going to see him at the CrossFit boxes, man. And he hates them because all they do is talk about CrossFit. They won't shut up about it on, on their Instagrams, all their social medias in conversation. You almost can always tell the CrossFit community out and about in like bars and public areas because they'll wear like decent, decently professional clothes, like from the waist down, maybe some jeans or a nice khaki, if you will, if they're coming from Nam. And then up top, it's like it's the belly shirts, the halter tops to show off for the ladies to show off their abs. And then it's the dudes wearing like the sleeveless shirts out in public. Um, like they're going to the beach or they're going to an LPDS episode. And it's not where you want to wear your tank. You don't want to wear your tank out to brunch or a bar unless you're at like spring break or something. There is a time and place for the tank top, and that's not one of them. But they got to let you know somehow that they're they're doing their workouts, their squat daddies, their, what are those called? Uh, Keppinger pull-ups? Coppingers? Kep Keplings? Kreplocks, crep Kreplock push uh, pull-ups where they're just swinging around like a bunch of idiots hurting themselves. They got to make sure you know about it. And it's annoying. And thankfully, you can minimize, you know, expo exposure to that because you don't have to, you know, just walk out of the bar if they're there or just don't follow them on social media. Uh, and then don't go to the CrossFit gyms. I have a problem with them in general because I don't feel like paying 200 plus dollars a month just to have access to a barbell, some plates, and a squat rack and a pull-up bar. Oh, and uh, what do you call it? The rings, uh, the gymnast rings. That's it. 250 a month to have access to that and then get be part of a class taught by a guy or gal who gets their certificate like at one of the kiosks at, at Walmart. You pay $25 or whatever it is, and you become a level one coach. Now, I'll give them credit. There are coaching levels in CrossFit that are legitimate, like personal trainer caliber types of, you know, types of trainers. But that's not what you're getting most of these places that you're paying for. And you can see video after video online of people teaching you wrong form, getting people hurt. And it's just it becomes like it's a weird cult. And that's what I don't like about it is that it's, it's this weird cult. People are drinking the punch. I love CrossFit. I got to do this and then I got to go to the box and get my wad in. You sound like you sound disgusting. I hear that stuff in pornos all the time. We might as well just be doing pornos or going to watch porn. I hear people talking about wads and boxes constantly when I'm doing a porno a recon. So. Get just stop. Just, nobody wants to hear about it. Nobody wants to hear about me talking about my workouts in the middle of happy hour somewhere. We don't want to, we don't want you talking about it to us either. So shut your mouth, be more respectful. Un understand that some people just don't like that. I don't talk about video games to everybody all the time or the other nerdy shit I do doing computer stuff. Nobody wants to hear about it. If they did, they'll ask you about it. Okay. And they'll probably regret it afterwards. All right, moving on. What's this guy? Norway Chris. This guy used to live in Norway and do, do Norway type of stuff. And he's the real deal, this guy. And he hates when he's trying to trying to get on like a bike. Maybe there's one bike left at the gym, like a spin bike or a Peloton or some, some version of that. Maybe it's the assault fan bike. Those are pretty legit. 
and there's a guy or gal on it and they're not using it. They're just sitting on it, doing away on their cell phone. And this is something we talked about in the in episode eight about gym etiquette. And it's still going on to this day. People still just don't care about what other people are trying to do in the gym. And it just has to be reiterated, has to be stopped. It's just annoying. You got to cut it out. Another thing this guy doesn't like, Norway Chris, and I guess he saw this predominantly in Norway, but it's starting to spill over into America, I guess, uh, because you kind of see it here every once in a while as well. Are guys wearing like all spandex with no shorts over it, like yoga pants and stuff, which is fine. If you want to wear spandex, if you're trying to keep like your legs warm, I know people wear like dudes wear the tights if they go running or if they're doing a leg workout, they want to keep the legs warm and compressed and what have you. Got it. But wear shorts over it. Okay, those things are paper thin. They might as well be painted on, which again is fine because there's a purpose for that to have it a tight, compact uh, spandex, if you will. But we don't want to see your little ball bag hanging out either. So just wear shorts over it. You don't have to dress like the Riddler when you go work out. Okay? Again, good on you for being at the gym. And trying to stay warm and you got you got goals in mind, awesome. But put it away. It's a family place. It's a public gym. Okay. Put the shorts on and cover yourself up. Same with the shirtless guys. This is actually worse, in my opinion, than the spandex guys, because the spandex guys are at least trying like they're just they're wearing that for certain reasons. Uh, most of the time, men are not wearing spandex to show off muscles and their legs or anything. They'll just wear shorts and you can see their muscles that way. There's no need to wear spandex for men. It's it's weird uh, if that's the reason why you're doing it. So they usually have an actual purpose. The shirtless guys are just trying to show off. Most of the time they have nothing to show off but some tattoos and a couple of like stretch marks and syringe holes. But they got to do it anyway and they're sweating all over the place and they're shirtless and disgusting. And again, it's just rude and inconsiderate, so don't do it. And then another thing that this guy doesn't like and apparently is still a problem. I don't think we talked about this previously, but it's also just it's just unnecessary is the screaming during your reps. You're not Ronnie Coleman. You're not eight time Mr. Olympia. Slash full time police officer Ronnie Coleman. Who's squatting literally 800 pounds for reps. Okay. You don't have to scream when you're putting up your 30-pound dumbbell bench press. It's not necessary. Okay? And another thing, don't throw your weights when you're done either. They're 30 pounds. Okay? You can take them down off your chest like this and lightly drop them on the floor or just stand up with them. 30 pounds each. You can do it, buddy. Okay? There's no need. Again, it's the whole peacocking thing and the show off to look like you're cool or an alpha and it's a beta bitch boy move for sure. Any of that stuff. It's just beta bitch boy and you're on notice. People notice it in a bad way. You give yourself a bad reputation. So I don't know what you think you're trying to do there, but it's not working unless you like bad reps, unless you want a bad reputation and want to be an embarrassment in your local gym, then I guess keep it up, whatever. All right, let's move on here. Let's keep this going here. Um, the next guy here, this is a family man. He also works out. I worked out with him previously in the past. He's a family guy, loves family shows, and uh, and he has a kid. And he hates when he's in the gym and people are either singing to their music out loud that they have in their earbuds or they're dancing in between sets, like aggressive dancing, you know. Oh, whoa. That's not dancing, by the way. If you if anyone who saw that, strike it from your memories. That's not dancing. I don't know how to dance. I can moonwalk and I can do the guinea hop, and that's about it. If you see me doing anything else, I don't know, call the fire department or something because it's there's something's wrong there. But people who dance, sing out loud, it goes back to the same thing. It's just people being disruptive and rude, and we hate that. We don't. Well, that's not what we're there for. Okay, and if we had the ability to go to a private gym 
or our home gym, we probably would, but we're stuck there. So think about others. If I could do it and family show Terrence can do it, you can do it too. Be considerate. Another thing too, uh, this is not an inconsiderate thing. This is more of a, a, a peacocking thing that's just kind of annoying. Uh, and it's those guys that the, carry the gallon of water with them around. Gallon of water jug guy. Water jug guy. Gallon guy. Gallon guy. That's it. Smashed it. Those guys, I mean, what, what are you working out for eight hours? There's a water fountain three steps in any direction you go to in a gym. Just either drink from that or carry a, a reasonably sized water bottle and then you're good to go. And I know there's always that excuse, well, I, I need to drink a gallon of water. So I, this is how I know I fill it up. And then if I drink the whole thing, I know it's a gallon. That's math. Yeah. You could do that with a regular water bottle. Okay. You just got to do a little extra math that you learned in sixth grade, as opposed to just fifth grade. You do that extra math and you realize, oh, four water bottles will equal a gallon. So I know if I drink this four times, that's a gallon. There you did it. Okay. You don't need to carry around the jug around. It's just, it's just a weird look. It's just a, a very strange look. I mean, and my every when I see a gallon of anything, I always think of gallons of milk. And it's just imagine a guy slugging down a gallon of milk at the gym. I'm I'm sure there's there's somewhere probably at the CrossFit boxes because it's you know they got they got to fill with breast milk because it's more protein and nutrients, and that's what God intended because. That's what the cult tells us to do, but don't you don't need the gallon? Okay, use a use a different uh, vehicle to deliver your your hydration. All right, another guy that's an asshole. I think we discussed this also. This is not the the people who don't re rack. We already talked about that. That's always an ongoing issue. People who are inconsiderate don't re rack their weights, but also the the dudes that stand in front of the dumbbell rack when they grab their dumbbells and then they just stand right there. They don't move out of the way. And they do their workout right in front of the rack so that you can't get to the other dumbbells that you need to get to or that anybody else needs to get to or wants to, or wants to use. So they just essentially take out. They're using one set of dumbbells, but they're really taking up five to 10 other sets of dumbbells because they're not moving out of the way and being considerate of others. And that's just as bad as the guys who take 10 sets of dumbbells for their drop set workouts and it's all sprawled out across the gym or they take up four five different machines with their equipment and their bags and their towels and their gallon jugs and this and that that's just as bad so just don't like again be considered the name of the game for the complaints on the men's side of the house these are all complaints from men who go to the gym okay this is an important distinction we'll get into a little bit here the complaints overall are just inconsiderate, uh, disruptive human beings that are just making your experience at the fitness center uh, less than ideal. Uh, and it's tougher. It's tougher to to get a good workout in. You know, you're out there trying to achieve some goal, whatever it might be, lose some weight, gain some muscle mass. You got a goal in mind at the gym. You're trying to get better. You're following the big three. You're trying to get better with your life in some way, shape, or form. It's difficult enough to do that every day. I know. Okay? I try. And it's tough for me as well. But then to have somebody be disruptive and rude and disrespectful and inconsiderate there is, you know, while you're trying to do that, it just adds to the difficulty. And I know you can just say, well, just shut up and work out You'll and figure it out. Yeah, got it. I know. But... We're talking about regular human beings here. Not everyone's an alpha warrior like you. Okay. People have, you know, lives and different emotional states. Maybe they're just starting at the gym and they're trying to, you know, get into a good discipline routine. And it's tough in the, especially in the beginning. It's very tif- difficult to do that. And you don't want to deal with some of this, this jackassery of these gym bronies. It's just, it's not needed. Okay. What else we got on the men's side? One guy said uh, the video gear. There's a couple of like Instagram fake fitness guys. I don't know what they're called. Insta fitness influencers. I don't know. But 
they're pretty much there for show. Three or four different tripods using up five different areas to videotape themselves doing like one rep. And that's it just for the it's just for the show. And but they're taking up the, you know, half the gym to do this. And it's that's not only disruptive and inconsiderate, but that's physically preventing half the people in there, half the gym from actually being used for people to work out with. It's ridiculous. And I've seen that before. The guy who commented this, who does who does have some sort of pulverizing of bones for a living. I've worked out with this fella and we've seen it live. People filming themselves at a gold's gym in the middle of a strip mall. I mean, give me a nobody's watching your videos, pal. You're doing one rep of squats and you have three different camera angles and it's not even good form. So you're, you're helping nobody and he needs to be stopped. If I see him again, I'm probably going to say something. I'll be respectful about it, of course, because that's what we do here. We respect, but that has to be stopped. And then the, uh, the final thing on the men's side, and I, this is also on the women's side too, but for different reasons, is the fatsos, the big guys who also have slight like mus- muscular definition a little bit, like in the arms or something, because they just do, you know, buys and tries and curls. The fatsos who think they're, they're shredded and cut up and know about fitness and have to brag about it. Because they go work out on a regular basis or semi-regular basis, they're not fat at that point to themselves. They're they're just, you know, that's what they do. They're they're bulking. It's bulking season. It's 24-7 bulking season all the time for them. And they're always the cockiest types too, where it's like they're just completely clueless to the fact that they're actually like kind of fatzos, just hiding under the under the guise of that they do a couple couple strong sets of bicep curls with the easy bar or what have you. And they think who the hell they are and they got to show it off. Everybody knows at least one of those guys, whether it's at work or you see him in the gym or you've seen him out in your friend circle once or twice. There's always one of those fat who thinks they work out, but they really don't really do anything. So those have to be, they're not so much of a disruptor as they are an annoyance in conversation because then you got to hear them, hear them in their ego, just, flap their gills all day about how they how they work out meanwhile they got cotton candy hidden in their pockets and they and s'mores and other fat shit goods so all right moving on this is the important portion of this discussion now i wanted to have a guest on i tried to get carrie if you remember carrie uh i gotta remember what episode number that was that she was on i'll pop it up here for you guys to click on if you want um great episode she's uh, Instagram f- famous. I don't. I don't. What, I don't know what she calls it, but she's very well known on Instagram. Military type. I wanted to get her on to talk about this with me, but she's busy actually doing adult things. So, um, rub it in, I guess. Carrie, whatever. Uh, some of us are not adults like myself, so we'll get her on another time to talk about uh, shit bags at the gym. But this is an important. This is an important discussion point here. For most of the people on this that listen to this show, because most of the demographic is male that that work out in a you know pretty regularly. Now, for the for the married types, I don't think you guys do this when you're at the gym. But for the single guys, if you find yourself doing this stuff, this is the really the moral, the lesson here is that we're trying to bring awareness because women get sleezed on and creeped on at the gym constantly. And it's disgusting and, and it's disrespectful and it's terrible to have to deal with, I'm sure. And and us stupid guys, A, we don't realize sometimes we don't even realize you're being a sleazeball. Most of the time, people just don't care if they're doing it. And we don't ever have to deal with it on our end ourselves. I've never had a situation ever in my several decades of being a, a gym goer have a woman or anybody for that matter, come up and sleaze on me at the gym while I'm trying to get a workout in. So I'd have no frame of reference as to what they're going through. But after listening to their feedback, it's despicable. And, I ha- and I'm trying to put us all, all us men on notice to, to let them know like this is, this is important stuff, guys. Okay. This is the lessons for you so we can get better. 
if we're doing this stuff, we got to cut the shit. That's really what we're talking about here. Okay. So the first one is anytime this is, uh, and all these, by the way, all these on this list of the, of the fan feedback I got from the, from the female side is our commonalities. I've, I've gotten the same several from a multiple different women on the issues that they have at the gym when they're trying to get better, when they're trying to improve their lives with fitness. So this is what was so disheartening and, and disgusting to me was that everybody had the same things. They all see it all the time. And it was, t- and it was terrible. And there's some things I'm sure I've done in the past as a, as a young, stupid high school or college kid that disgusts me to even think about. I get it. Like, we know we're trying to get better every day, but we are human beings. I understand that. But this is why I'm trying to put it out there for everybody to let us know if you do, if you're doing it, you don't think you're doing anything wrong. It is a problem for women and we got to stop. We got to be better. All right. So the first one is when they're trying to work out doing whatever it is, squats, uh, lunges, whatever workout they're doing, bench press and some guy comes offer to mansplain how to do right the correct form and offers up their free services to these young women who clearly don't know what the hell they're doing so that they can they could teach you the proper form most of the time it's those fat shits who do six curls and think that they're you know Lou Ferrigno and they're coming in they're trying to peacock around and mansplain why you know why your form is bad and let me show you how to do this and that and then when when the woman kindly declines, most of the time they're not rude about it because I've seen this happen before where I've seen guys walk up to women and they and they politely say no thank you and decline the offer to be mansplained uh, and you know and taught how to do a workout. What's really funny by the way is most of the time the women that are getting approached are super fit. They know how to work out already. They know how to do fitness. It's very evident visually that they're doing things correctly. And when you got some old shit or fat shit sweating and walking up to them with their guts hanging out, trying to tell them how to do something correctly, I mean, it not only is it demeaning, but it's laughable. And then the fact that they mostly decline politely is very mature of them. I would tell them to fuck right off. Uh, I would not be as as nice and polite as they are. And I think at some point, the, the women should, you know, they should feel comfortable to be rude about it. At, at, at certain points, it's so obvious that they don't need your help. So you got to stop that. And then they get mad when you when the girls say no. When they say no, thanks, I'm, I'm good. And then they say something, sh- some shit like, well, don't come crying to me when you blow out your knees. Like, first of all, Lenny, nobody's coming back to you. They're not coming back to you for anything. Okay. So you don't have to worry about that. Second of all, you, you look like you're walking with four hernias. You're so fat and out of shape. Nobody wants to take advice from you. The fact that you're getting mad and insulted by that is insulting in itself that you think that these people should just be on their knees praying and begging for your tutelage. Take a hike. Go on the treadmill. Not at Planet Fitness where they have free pizza and bagel Tuesdays because clearly that's all, you're, that's all you're doing. But go hit the treadmill. Go actually do fitness. And then leave these women alone. Shut your mouth and stop being insulted when when somebody doesn't want to take advice from a fat shit loser. What else we got here on the women's side of the house? When the guys are, are trying to check girls out. Now, one thing everybody should probably know about gyms, public gyms, is that they're loaded with mirrors. And guys think they're pretty slick a lot where they try to use the mirror reflections to look behind or look to the side to check out a bodacious babe in the gym who's just trying to get better with her life and they think that nobody notices. Here's the thing, gentlemen. The mirrors that you're looking at and looking through are the same mirrors they are looking at and looking through. Okay? They see you. 
they will see us lurking and creeping and trying to catch glimpses of them. Okay. And it's, and it's noticed and they don't like it. And we got to be better at that. Now I am guilty of in the middle of a workout and I see in the mirror reflection, somebody better looking than me. It's very, it's not that difficult to see that, but if I see a person of the opposite sex that is attractive, I do shoot a glimpse over. I don't know how, I don't know what the threshold of creepy is. So I'm just going to close my eyes or look at myself only just to play it safe and make sure I'm not crossing that creep sleazeball threshold. But we all know that there are people out there that purposely cross the line and then we'll and then try to use that sort of like excuse later on of like, oh, no, it's just I just caught you in the reflection. I wasn't staring at you. Meanwhile, they're following them around the gym looking for the perfect angle of reflection to check out these babes. And then they and then they have the gall to sit there with their tail between their legs and lie about it. That's another thing that women notice about us men, and we got to be better at that. They're there to work out and get better with their lives. You should be also. We are there supposedly to be better and improve our lives with physical fitness. Let's focus on that. Let's remember the primary objective of why we're at the gym. If you're going to the gym to pick up babes, you're wrong. Don't go to the gym. Okay? Go hit the clubs a pumpkin patch, a farmer's market, somewhere, somewhere else. J-Date, online, any online dating app, that's where you go to, to find women to date. You don't go to the gym with the sole intention of, of lurking on, on women and trying to do dates. That's not what it's there for. Go work out. Keep your eyes to yourselves. Eyes on the prize. The prize is you getting better. Not some... Poor gal just trying to get better with her life. Okay. She's not sleezing on you. And if she is, it's, it's okay. I don't care about the double standard. If a hot babe is sleezing on me, you better believe I'm going to be all about it. And I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let it happen because it never happens for me. And I don't, I'm not saying like it should happen more. I am not an attractive fella. I look like Gonzo and Adam Sandler and Josh Groban had a love child. I'm not that attractive and I'm okay with it. So when somebody is checking me out, I'm okay, I'm okay with that double standard happening. I know people are going to be all mad. Oh, you're a hypocrite and we can't have the double standards, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. If you're hot and you're checking me out in a positive way, A-okay by me. Thank you. All right, moving on. What else have we got here? Uh, this one has been a, a repeat offender from a previous the previous episode and both on the men's side and the women's side of the complaint list. But I put it on the women's side because uh, they complain more about it. And rightfully so. It's the sweat. It's the sweat guy who doesn't clean up after, them, after themselves on the machine or the bench or anything. And they're just dripping. And it's disgusting, not just for women, but for everybody. Nobody wants to sit in a pool of a stranger's hot, dirty sweat, okay? Especially since the people likely to do that are also not likely to be clean to begin with. They're probably not showering on a regular basis. They clearly don't care that much about hygiene and germ spreading and, and cleanliness because they're not cleaning up the, the kiddie pool's worth of sweat that they leave behind them. And I don't know if they do it on purpose when they know a woman is taking the bench after them just to let like leave their mark like their piss trail or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's disgusting and needs to stop. And the fact that we're here a year and a half, two years later almost talking about it again is embarrassing. There has to be some way that we can hold people accountable for this stuff. And the sweat guy is just needs to go as well. Anyway, we'll keep it going down this list here. Uh, we talked about the lurking. Again, I put this down twice because it was a very common theme where guys are altering their workout plan to follow a particular girl. I got news for you, fellas. It doesn't matter if you're in a gym or a park or a public area. What you're doing is stalking. Okay, if you're purposely adjusting your workout to make sure that you're doing a fitness thing, 
around the same girl throughout the entire lift session just so you can catch glimpses at her and do whatever it is. You're a stalker. You're a sleazeball. You're crossing. You're very close to crossing the threshold of a sexual deviant, Tony Rigatoni style, and you need to stop. They we they noticed it. If you're doing it, I don't. Maybe I've done it in the past. I don't think so. I don't have any way of remembering because most of the times I I work out at gyms that are just dudes anyway, and I'm not not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm not lurking around dudes. I'm not stalking dudes. I'm there to do fitness, but. We got to stop. We got to be mindful of that stuff. If you're doing it by accident, you just happen to be going there. uh, Maybe purposely change the order of operations of your lifts and your workout to not do that because we want to make people comfortable. I know it sounds like beta and simpy be like, oh, I'm not going to stop my workout just so she can feel comfortable. We want people to want to keep working out. Whether they're girls or guys or what have you is, they're there to improve themselves just like you are. And we want them to be, we want everyone to be comfortable and welcoming at the gym. And some of the things that we're talking about here that are problems we can mitigate, like this one, like the follow around, the stalk. We don't want to be the stalkers. Okay. So let's not do that. One other thing on this list here. This is another common one. They're all common and embarrassing. There's two more left that I'm going to talk about, but it's just really sad to see all the jackassery that goes on at the gym against women. And men, I mean, against men too, I'm sure. I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of men-on-men sleaziness uh, during this feedback, but I also have a very unpopular show, so I didn't get a lot of feedback you know, in the grand scheme of things. But keep, keep moving on this list. Walking by a woman who's serious and into in the zone of their workout and telling them to smile. You really ought to smile more. That's one of the shittiest, sleaziest things you can do to a girl in public like that. And for what I don't know why, I can't explain why, but just just saying it out loud and thinking about it in my head of people doing that, it just it gives me the willies. It's just so s- creepy and sleazy and shitty thing to do. Like, why? Tell me why this person ought to smile more during their workout. Because you like it? Because you like when hot women smile? Because it makes you think that they like you, that they're attracted to you by smiling? What is that, what is that doing for you? And why is saying that to someone okay in your mind what world were you taught that it is okay to walk up to a stranger and tell them to do something with themselves because it benefits you more and that's what you got to do you got to step back and think about what it is you're what you're doing there and now it sounds like a throwaway smile you really ought to smile more i do personally love women's smiles that's an attractive thing of mine like when i'm talking about dating and stuff Smiling, happy women are attractive to me. So I will say that. But again, we're not going to the gym to pick up chicks, got fellas. That's not what we're there for. That's not what you should be there for. And I certainly wouldn't say to somebody who's not smiling, hey, you should smile because you make yourself more attractive to me. That's wild. That's wildly inappropriate. And it sounds like a throwaway. I'm sure there's people thinking like, that's really not that bad. It's just wants them to smile. It's no big deal. But it's just think about it. Step back and think about it in the big picture. You're telling a woman to do something with their bodies that they're not currently doing so that you can enjoy it. You can sit back like they're a, like a zoo exhibit and enjoy them more physically and visually. Doesn't that sound a lot more disgusting now? Oh, it's just a smile. It's no big deal. It's not, though, is it? It's not just a smile. It's, it's, it comes off way creepier now that you think about it, doesn't it? That you're asking a human being 
to alter themselves physically, whatever it is they're doing. You might as well just ask them, hey, take, can you take your pants off and just be in your underwear? Because I like that more. Why is it different? Oh, it's just a smile, though. You're allowed to smile in public. Women are allowed to take their pants off in public. You, how many people are going to call the police if a hot chick took her pants off in public? Nobody. They could do it if they want to, but they're not going to because it's it's not good. I don't, I'm don't. i trying to think of a better word. Not unsightly, but they're not going to do it. It's rude and disrespectful, and it's even worse when somebody asks you to do something like that, whatever it is. Taking the pants off is just an example. I don't want to hear, don't at me in the comments about the technicality of taking your pants off and indecent exposure and this and that. Got it. Okay. Again, remove the semantics and think about the big picture. The point here is that it's one of the most cringy things you can do is to tell somebody to do something with their bodies in public because simply because you like it better. I will be more attracted to you and more hot for you if you smiled more. So you should do that. You could like you could fuck right off, buddy. And I hope girls are are I, I'm sure they're still polite about it, but I you have that free pass again to not be polite about it and tell them to fuck right off. Because that is just again, thinking back into it, thinking further into it disgusting. And I know I'm, I'm sure I'm a, I'm a, I'm a criminal in that regard. Not at the gym. I don't talk to anybody at the gym really at all, but in, in life, I'm sure I'm guilty of that in my past as a, as a youth or I've told, or I thought like, Oh, I just, you know, I like people who smile. It's like, Oh, you should smile more. You, you know, it's better looking on you, whatever. And you think it's a compliment, but it's not. Okay. And this is a part of the lesson here. We can learn and grow and improve ourselves. Even if we're inadvertently doing something, now we know better. We've educated ourselves and we can move forward amicably. And then the last one is anytime someone tries to talk to a girl at the gym, is it's very clear, no matter what the topic of conversation is, that you're trying to do some sort of uh, uh, hitting on them some sort of uh, seduction, luring, wooing, whatever other word you want to use, but you're trying to find that loophole into a conversation to get them to talk to you and interact with you because that's the dance. That's the tango to get them attracted to you. Here's the problem with that. Now, I'll caveat real quick. There are those cases in, in our defense as men where you actually you have to engage in conversation with somebody for any reason at the gym. Hey, are you almost done with that bench? Can I get those dumbbells when you're done? Whatever. Where did you learn that workout? What, whatever, whatever it might be. Where'd you get those gloves? Like if there's a legitimate thing that's fitness related that that is going to help you in your workout currently or it's part of your workout you need the bench or whatever or you like this the the weight belt that they're using or whatever it might be like there is that conversation piece that is kind of why I wanted to have um carry on this this week because I wanted to get her take on that how do you approach that's that could be a future lesson how do you appropriately appropriately how you doing approach someone of the opposite sex in conversation at the gym when when you're trying to actually talk about fitness stuff for a specific reason, not just to make conversation, but because you need to use a bench or you're trying to, you know, you're trying to find out what brand of shoes they have. And it's a legitimate, legitimate question. Maybe you just don't. I don't know the answer to that. But what I would what I will say, and from after hearing the feedback. You don't want to just talk to women just to have conversations because people see right through it. The, the first immediate thought when any guy talks to a girl at the gym is this guy's trying to hit on me in some way, shape or form. Now, it could be completely wrong. That could just be a blind assumption that they're wrong about. And I know we all want to get defensive. It's like, not every time I talk to you, this means I want to hit on you or whatever. But unfortunately, for the good guys out there, there have been so many sleazeballs who are talking to women just for the sole purpose of hitting on them 
that has created the stereotype and the stigma and it has their they have their guard up now. For all these other reasons and all these these bullshit sleazy things we've done in the gym towards women, they have their guard up now. So even if you're coming going about things completely innocuous and friendly and professional, the guard is up, okay? The walls are up and you better tread lightly and respectfully. And sometimes it's unfortunate for the nice guys who are just trying to find out about, you know, when they're going to be done with their workout, with their dumbbell sets or whatever it is, and they might catch heat. And you know, it's the first thing you want to do is react angrily and get pissed and, and, sh- and fire back at them. Well, you don't have to be a bitch about it. We've all we know guys like that. And we have had that feeling before. We've all had that feeling where you get some sort of rejection towards you where you don't get the response you want and you get nasty and defensive. I get it. Even if you feel justified in doing it, don't do it. You never, you don't know. And this goes back to the big three. It's all connected. I mean, here we go again. It goes back to the big three, number two of the big three. You don't know what that person has been going through in her day, her week, her life, anything. You could be the eighth guy that approaches her about her weight belt that day and the seven guys prior were using that as the loophole, the little conversation starter so they can hit on them. And then you come in with the same question. Hey, where'd you get that weight belt? And she's fucking fed up with it. And she's had enough. And you're the victim of that. Even though maybe you're new or you're looking for your wife to get her a weight belt or whatever the, the an actual reason might be. And you're wearing that that reaction now and you just got to sit there and wear it be like sorry you don't you don't need to be rude but sorry if i disrespect you whatever you walk away you take the high road because you don't know what they're going through likely they've been dealing with their entire workout with guys following them around mansplaining how to do squats not cleaning up their sweat staring at them like a bunch of jerk off creeps in the mirror whatever the other thing is telling them to smile more while they're in the middle of a set, whatever it is, and they're fed up with it. And then, you know, and they lash out and I don't blame them sometimes. Okay. So all these things, the, the important lesson here, fellas, is when it comes to the stuff that men hate in the gym that we talked about earlier, if you're doing that shit, stop doing that shit. Okay. For the purposes of being more respectful and considerate of those around you while working out, and you could sit there and be tough guys and be like, oh, I don't care about anybody else. I'm just here to get a lift on. So if they don't like me screaming or wearing no shirt or whatever it is, and they could they could go to another gym. That's not how it works. OK, that's not how it should work. Be considerate of others. OK, understand that there are other people in this world besides you and other people at this gym besides you. And they're all paying the same price per month to go to that gym. So be respectful. And if you're one of the people doing any of the sleazy things, uh-oh. Randy must have saw a deer in the window. He's barking and annoying. Him. If you're one of the guys who has seen or who have done some of these things that the women don't like, this is disruptive. Stand by. I'm going to figure this out. All right, we're back. There was a, a special guest appearance in the LPDS compound that we had to take care of, and now we're back, and I lost my train of thought. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, yeah. If you're the guy doing any of the sleazy shit to these women at the gym, you also need to fucking stop, okay? Because not only are you being disruptive to others, you're being completely disrespectful and borderline harassing to these women trying to get better in their lives, okay? They're not pieces of meat. You're not at a club or in Italy where you think you can just get away with this stuff, okay? You're there to work out, so are they. Respect that, respect them, and be better. We got to be better. That's the lesson of the day, and that's all I got about that. Before we go, though, talk about the big three. We sort of already talked about it. Number one, exercise every day. Super important to be better mentally, physically, emotionally. And if you do it the correct way and be respectful, everybody has a good time. Everybody gets better. All right. Number two, the hardest one, don't be a shitty person. Okay. 
Other people are human beings. They have feelings. They have stressors. They have shit going on in their lives, just like you do. And you hate it when people are shitty to you. So don't be shitty to them. Think about that before you lob a shit talk or you lash out at somebody, especially online where it's the easiest thing to do. It's very difficult to not be shitty online. It's so easy to just fire off a twit and be an asshole. You don't want to do it. All right. Number three, the most important one, be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good you have in your lives because you got a lot of good stuff in there. Okay. We got good lives. Let's be grateful for them. Okay. There are other people in this world who don't have like any of the shit that you have in your lives. Okay. And they're still surviving. They're still pushing forward. They're still staying strong. Okay. So can we and be grateful for that stuff. Be grateful that you live such a good, happy life to the point where you can listen to a bald, stupid, big-nosed idiot rant about Jim Jackassery all day. Okay? Some people can't do that yet. They don't have the iPhones or the Apples or the Spotify's yet. Okay? So think about that. Be grateful for the good you have in your lives. And that's it. Quick big three. That's it. I'm done for the day. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoy your upcoming week or whenever you listen to this, enjoy the rest of your day. Don't forget, tank tops are still on sale. We still have several tank tops left. Let me know. Shoot me an email, librettipodcastdiary at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe and tell your friends and enemies to smash that subscribe button and get the notification how you're doing and all the goodness. And, uh, and that's it. I love you guys. Thank you all. Stay strong.